Raph Epstein on ABC Radio Melbourne. Good morning. The sun is shining where I am. I hope the sun is shining where you are. It was cold this morning, though. I don't know if you heard Faith on AM just before this. She was couch surfing while trying to find affordable housing. Where did you sleep last night? I hope you had a warm bed and I hope you were sleeping inside a room. Every day on my way to work, I go past Balaclava train station. When it is wet, and sometimes when it's not, there's a group of people who don't have a home. They sleep outside the train station, next to a 7-Eleven. They are sleeping each night. They are maybe 50 metres from a new apartment block. It is a block of affordable housing. It is government funded. It was finished before winter began. There's 46 units. People were supposed to move into this affordable housing before winter began, and it did not happen. Let me know if there is an empty block near you. 1300-222-774. The Federal Housing Minister, the State Housing Minister, the Mayor, they were all there. They've all contributed, those different layers of government, various ways. They were there, all there posing for photos in March. The press release says, well, it says right now that people were going to move in in April. It didn't happen. When a local journalist contacted the housing people and said, well, when are they moving in? He was told they're moving in in September. I think it's just started in October, but only a few people. It's October. Yesterday, they were huddled under the shop awning, staying out of the rain. Early this morning, 5am, it was freezing cold. And I had, to, I had a chat to Aaron and to Carl. They were huddled together under that awning. We're out here freezing. There's a building there empty. We'll probably be still here in another 12 months because they move that slow. They move that slow. You'll hear, that's Aaron, you'll hear from him and Carl. You can't just blame a councillor or a developer or a government. we just got to do this better. We've got to do it faster. We need this to work. The councillor has told us people will start moving in from this week. I'm indebted to the local journo who's just been following this on his electronic newsletter, trying to work out what's going on. But picture this, people sleeping under the awning around the corner from apartments built, affordable housing built to solve that very problem. I just rocked up to them on my way to work. I asked them if they minded having a chat. Uh, You are going to hear from Aaron and Carl. And if you can, picture that apartment block literally 50 metres away. I asked them if they'd been inside to have a look. Yeah, I was, I was in there. I was, it's a four-storey building, uh, vacant rooms, all um, uh, ready to go. And they've got, do you think they've got dishwashers and stuff like that in them? They, they have a fridge, microwave, yeah. uh, washing machine, dish, uh, dishwashers in there, yeah. Heaters. Uh, mm. So that, it's about 50 metres from where we're talking. There are four of you tonight sleeping here. How does it feel that there's a... I mean, there's 46... <laughs> How does it feel? Shit. Can you tell me a bit more? Well, we're out here freezing. And like you say, there's a building there empty and been sitting there for empty for... And... Yeah. We'll probably be still here in another 12 months because they move that slow. Fair enough. Fair enough. If... Uh, it doesn't 
uh, go to somebody like us, but there's uh, plenty of other people who are deserving of places and who are needing housing at the moment. We're in the, we're in the housing crisis here. Yeah. In I think you, you look like someone who's suffering from the housing crisis to I've me. I've been on the housing list for 20 years. Right. Mm. And still, there. Mm. Mm. Where, where do you normally sleep? Um, if I'm... Here to... I'm, I'm being hard up, mate. So I've been... I'm, I'm back here again tonight. This is this isn't my first time out here. Yeah, sure. I was um I was I was I was squatting down the road and uh, we were we were told to, we were made to move on by the police. That's been an empty place for. for um, oh, you were in, in an empty yeah. house, were you? Yeah, right. And and we, I was being made to move on, so I'm I'm back out on the streets again. I think it's going to open soon, but it wasn't open for all of winter. Like, where were you sleeping in winter? Here, everywhere. Like, same sort of thing, like, abandoned houses, like, yeah, just mainly on the street, yeah. yeah variation between... From, from here, yeah. um, a spot behind the library I frequent now, it's, it's, it's another, it's a safe go spot around here. You've got to be careful where you go because there's a lot of, you know, crazy people out there. Yeah, of course. Been robbed. We've woke up with our stuff being taken, and yeah. And when you hear them, I guess politicians talk about, I don't know, they talk about fixing the housing crisis. Yeah. But you're still sleeping here outside the Seven Eleven next yeah. to the train station. I think. Do you believe them when they say they're going to try and fix things? No, not one bit. They, oh, you know, they might have the right intention, but they just they haven't got the brains to do it. I don't think. Well, I don't know what's going on when there's uh, there's forty vacant flats. Yeah. Um, less than 100 metres away with the, the furniture well, well ready to be filled you know and, um, and that's been it's been like that for the last last five months that I know so yeah. um, yeah, I, 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 I can't I can't I, yeah frustrating for sure because yeah. you know we're not we're not bad men or nothing we're not even out here because we're you know drug addicts or whatever just we've all had you know shit Shit turns, want, you know, old mate along the end there lost his wife and whatnot, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it is frustrating. Especially when you see so many, not just there neither, everywhere. You see all these empty commission houses and that, and still takes you 20 years to get in there, you know, it's, it's not right. That's uh, Aaron and Carl, who I had a chat to at five o'clock this morning. Uh, the council will chat to us later on this morning. They, their view is this development is for people on the wait list, on the housing register. So it is not necessarily for rough sleepers, although I don't know if, if people sleeping rough are going to be on the housing register. How do you know? It's not a matter of whose fault this is, but it illustrates how complex it is. You've got three layers of government committing to it, doing it, and still doesn't happen. So where are the other, where are the other ones? Give me a ring, 1300 There might be other spots like this. There's the issue of derelict houses, I get that. But I know there are apartment blocks, sometimes built just by a developer, sometimes built to help those who can't really afford one. They're just standing there for reasons that I don't quite understand. Uh, this texter, wow, Raph, those conversations were heartbreaking and despairing. It is complex, but surely, surely we can do better. Mike's got this, ah, not just finished, but ready to go with fridges and microwaves. Assuming it's a government-owned facility, please get the local MP on to justify this or to say, nah, mate, all good. Mike, I'm not... Like, 
you know, different layers of government. I heard that some actually some of the councillors were the reason some of the questions began to got answered to get answered. Apparently, people are going to start moving in soon. Uh, I'll get back to calls on that, and we'll be talking about the news of the week later on as well. Still a ton of texts and calls about housing. Someone saying, thanks for the dignified approach you took to interviewing the rough sleepers. I was moved to tears. By the way, the government and we, the voters, are failing these people. It's easy for government to focus on private landlords and talk about rental freezes in order to push the focus away from government solving what is a government social security responsibility. Um, I should say I am indebted. We don't have much local media. Greg Day is his name. This week in St Kilda, it's just a local newsletter. We need more local media. I found out more about that situation in my part of the world, near Balaclava Station. There was a picture in front of this apartment block in March. It had the Federal Housing Minister, Julie Collins, the State Housing Minister, Colin Brooks, and the Mayor of Port Phillip Council, Heather Consolo. Craig in Yeh said this, all those people that posed for the photo should answer questions now about why it's stalled. They've taken the credit, then just walked away. We did ask to speak to the state government. Heather Consolo has agreed to talk to us, though, Mayor of Port Phillip Council. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. What's the hold-up with that building? It's a complex project. I think it's been delivering a great outcome. With We gave up a, co- a public car park, and that was returned, as well as having new 46 units um, above it. But because of the way that is... Um, the delivery of it, the this, this subdivision, the media on the planning requirements, it's a complex project, if anything is. But I have good news. People have started moving in. How many people have moved in? A handful this week. They're doing it over five weeks so people can settle in. You know, people want to make sure that it's not, um, that they're, they're getting the right um, time to settle in and get people through. There'll be, there's 39 units already allocated out of the 46. This comes from the Victorian Housing Register. They all have links to the city of Port Phillip. And Housing First says the tenants who have arrived this week have told them they are pumped to have moved in with such wonderful accommodation. It's a nice book. Was it a mistake to put out a press release? And I am, to be honest, I'm not as interested in blame as trying to make sure it doesn't happen again. You guys put out a press release saying people were going to move in in April. They started moving in, I think, last week. Like, we missed winter with this amazing building. Yeah. It is interesting. I think it was probably ambitious. When we did go in March, it wasn't quite ready. I think getting three levels of government in the same area at the same time was probably what they were targeting. Can't we expect uh, a bit better than that, I think so. But, you know, it, it wasn't ready when I was there. It was exciting to see some of the units had been finished, but there was still works going on. So the, um, we had a date that we said recently in a public meeting, uh, for a council meeting, there was a question, and the target date for settlement was the 6th of November. Well, we're, we have people moved in. So we push that paperwork as fast as we possibly can mm. because we know it's important to get them in. But that, I mean, it confirms everything people suspect, cynically suspect about politicians. If that's your date, no one should have signed off. You, federal government, state government, should not have signed off on a, a press release that said people moving in in April. The project was managed by Housing First, so questions about the timing of the opening are best directed to them. I think it's a great outcome in the fact that we have the three levels of government working together to deliver in our municipality, and that's something we're very passionate about. So can I ask it's, a direct question, Mayor? Forgive the second interruption, but do you generally work well together? Like, does it work, or is, is it the rule or the exception for there to be delays? Well, I actually 
actually work in the construction industry and delays are quite common. Um, okay. I would say it's not exclusive to government, but um, I would go back to working well together because we are known in the city of Port Phillip being very dedicated to this. And we have another project. I know you're speaking about the homeless and it's a bit different between um, long-term stable affordable housing, which this Marvel Street one delivered versus another project we're doing called the Wellington Street Common Ground Project mm-hmm. for rough sleepers, crisis accommodation. So they're quite different because it's who's ready to move in and, and want that type of housing. So we have two projects that it shows that we are very dedicated to it. How we're supporting the Wellington Street one, we've uh, put in $4 million to it and also given over a laneway adjacent to the government-owned property to help make it a, a larger size so we can get this. And it's a, an exciting program or a project. It has 26 self-contained units and on-site support services because the people sleeping rough aren't yes. necessarily ready for that long-term stable affordable housing. And those 26 units, have they got people sleeping in the, or living in them yet? Haven't been constructed yet. We are oh. just working through the tender. Oh, you're working through the tender. Gosh, okay. How many rough sleepers would you say are in Port Phillips municipality? So we actually try to track this. It's an important topic for us. It's very complex. So we have our Port Phillips Zero Initiative our local laws officers go out every day checking on the rough sleepers and making sure we can offer them services. We have eight mm. partner agencies that come along Yeah, we well. did. we did this with another council. I think everyone's got sort of the zero initiatives. Um, is it effective? We have seen a decrease. So uh, we do this every half year. So my figures are from March. But as of March, 37% of people added to the by name list had been housed, which is an excellent outcome. And how many people would you think are on the wait list for housing? I think this apartment block I've been talking about this morning, there's a Victorian housing register. People come off that register into this building. How many people in Port Phillip would be on that register? Do you know? No, I don't have a stat for the city of Port Phillip, but I can see if I can find out. I know that this is obviously a big topic. Uh, things are getting harder and harder and yes. more people. It's, it's very uh, a timely topic and it's something we've been dedicated for decades. I appreciate you coming on. We did um, ask to speak to the state government, up to them. Um, we asked to speak to Housing First as well. So thank you for coming on and talking to us. Thanks, Jeff. Heather Consolo, Mayor of Port Phillip Council. I still can't get past the image of the really... They've done a beautiful job in this building. There's beautiful gardens on the ground floor flats and it's just been vacant while people have been sleeping through the winter. How ready it was, who to blame, I, I genuinely don't know the answers to that. Um, someone's just texted, this outcome delivered, dedicated, complex, all nothing words. Um, this man's a politician, blah, blah, blah. People live without available housing. That's from Helen. I don't know how hard it is to fix. Although, great quote, someone's pointing this out. Great quote from the rough sleeper. They have the right intentions but haven't got the brains to do it. I think they do. I I, I don't know how hard it is. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. She showed up. The mayor came on the radio. The mayor's come on the radio before when it's been tough. Others didn't show up. I don't know what that means either, to be honest. 1300 777